Hey, 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 everybody, and welcome, welcome to the Geek Chat issue. Sorry, issue. I like saying issue because because I'm all into it's four actually. Oh, four. Oh, yeah, because right. third was the mystery, the, the 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 lost episode that only a select few got to hear. Yes. So so welcome everybody to the fourth episode of the Geek Chat, uh, starring your host. Starring. I love starring. Starring your host Desmond. What am I, the wacky neighbor? You are the you are you you are the Alice Kravitz to my oh, Abner. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm yes. rich, by the way. If yes. you're just listening in, Rich, uh, Rich is here, and he is with me as always. I'd rather be Endora. Endora, that's fine. You could be Endora. Okay, I'll be Endora, and you're my Durwood. Oh, I will definitely be. Durwood. I get to turn you into a frog and a horse. And so, a... I have one, one quick question. This is just a specific tangent about Bewitched. Um, wasn't it one of their the things they couldn't do was when one witch did something they had to be the one they undo it another witch couldn't undo another witch's spell or something yes. like that that's what I thought that's why like she was always like mother turn him back or mother yes. yeah Could, okay that's what I wish, thought don't you wish you could just call your mom by yelling into the air yeah no no <laughs> I don't want my mother to have that much access. Wow. Um, but anyway, uh, we're here um, every Monday from 6 to 7 live on MixLR. You can join us and you can, uh, live. Live, you can live chat with us. You can live tweet with us. You can uh, ask us questions. We will answer your questions. It's fantastic. But it's at MixLR.com. Search the Geek Chat. Um and uh, we will post this, li uh, not live, but we'll post this up tomorrow um, on SoundCloud. We are in the process of uh, doing an RSS feed to put it onto um, the, I iTunes. the iTunes. And then we're also going to put it on YouTube as well. But currently, you can listen to us live and you can listen to um, and us in Memorex. Yeah, us in Memorex. So um want to thank our sponsor whatever on the castro uh what is the address again rich 548 castro street between 18th and 19th yes the purveyor of fine uh comic books and comic book merchandise and graphic novels and i highly suggest stopping in and say the geek chat sent you okay um also want to thank uh our dj thank? i want to thank our dj 4 a.m um, for doing the the ambient sounds that you hear behind us, uh, thank you so much, Jason, for for uh, for doing that. Oh wow! Um, but yeah, so that's what's going on. And also wanted to mention that we have our first giveaway going on right now, and that giveaway well, we're do, we're going to start doing a monthly giveaway. And for this month, uh, February, we have the uh, birthright. Uh, first graphic novel, which collects the first it's five, right? Five. The first five issues, okay? And we're also going to be giving away an image, uh, number one's trade paperback uh, compilation. So it's a compilation, a good compilation of... Nine uh, issues. Nine number one issues. Yes, nine number one issues. And we recommend most of them. Yes, they're really good. And um, hopefully that will perk your interest to buy a couple more uh, graphic novels and or uh, pick up the series. Um, but that... Uh, that giveaway ends on March 2nd yep. and the how you enter is all you have to do is go to our Facebook page we have a we have a Facebook page that is growing so if you go to Facebook 
uh, backslash uh, the Geek Chat or search the Geek Chat. You'll find our group and you can uh, join. join and become a part of the group. The you got to comment. Yep, you got to comment. You got to post. You got to be an active member of the group. That's all you have to do. We'll, we will select a name at random and um, they will be getting uh, the prize. So very simple. Just be a be an active member of our, of our group. So right. So that's about all that we have to mention right now. So calling Dr. Bombay, calling Dr. Bombay. Right. He didn't show up. <laughs> and on that note. All um, right. What do you want to talk about first? We are going to talk about the Black Vortex. The Black Vortex. Part two. Well, part one. Um, yeah, part because it will. It's the second. It's the second. It's, it's part one of the, but it's second in the in the story because yeah. the the Black Vortex Alpha was the actual introduction to the story. What did you think of this? Uh, what did I think of the Black Vortex? So the Black Vortex Alpha came out last week, or sorry, the week before last, and then uh, this week we get the week the actual first issue that is in the comic books, and that was uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, number twenty four. And it was written by Brian Michael Bendez with art by uh, Valerio Chate. Uh, 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 colorist was Jason Keith. Um, what do I have to say about this book? Um, I absolutely uh, loved it. I thought it was great. I really like the artwork is fantastic. I like the I, I like how Bendez is writing the group. Um, this is a lot of talky issue. It's a lot of setup. Um, you get to see a lot of uh, character interactions, which, I mean, love or hate him, Bendez is um, is is kind of a master at at the at showcasing group dynamics because you have the Guardians of the Galaxy, you have the O5, and you have uh, Miss Marvel, and you have. Um, some other random X-Men. What do you say? These are like the a portion of the Amazing X-Men, or I don't know. But anyway, you get you get a large sampling of all the different teams, and it's about them um, dealing with the um, the. Uh, oh, and Kitty Pryde's there too. You have you have them dealing with um, how to handle the Black Vortex because the Black Vortex basically gives you anything that you want it makes you live well it makes you live up to to, to your, your potential. fullest potential um, which i'm sorry the beast that some of these designs are i just didn't see them well i personally i liked seeing um the the the, the them being corrupted by this idea of absolute power. Some of the designs are really cool. I really like jeans. Yeah, because that. So, so basically, what what happens is 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 they're fighting over. You know, um, are we gonna do it or not? That's yeah. what they're fighting over. Yeah, are we gonna are we gonna do this or not? Um, and the, and the impetus is is we have to do this in order to stop the 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 Mister Knife's uh, mercenaries that are coming to get the uh, black vortex from them because they stole it. And at the end, the uh, the answer is chosen for them by Gamora. So, and I have to say, it is fantastic. I really like. Oh, and then the 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 best moment for me oh. is is the is the subtle manipulation done by Maw and um, to Thane to Thane, who is Thanos's son. Yep. Because there's a there's an underlining plot in this, in that um, Thane was going to use the Black Vortex in order to become more powerful than his father and kill him, and Maw 
you know, is a is a. I mean, he's he's counsel, but he's like he's like a slimy politician. He is exactly a slimy politician. He wants this for him. Yeah, I was happy to see Thane because we haven't seen Thane since Infinity. Exactly, so that's why I was well, like, he had his mini series where he learned about who, well, where his dad came from. But they said, "We'll see him soon," and, and that's he is. it. But it was like a while ago. So, why is Howard on the cover? Um, because maybe Howard the Duck is is going to be Super Howard in the Duck. And then like Warlock is there. I didn't understand why Warlock was there, and the Watcher, who's dead, is there. Cover's very interesting. Yeah, there is a lot of stuff going on in the cover that I didn't like really Mantis, think. Who, are we going to see Mantis and Cosmos there? I love Brood, so seeing Brood in this was made me very happy. I've always been a Brood fan. And uh, poor little Brood. Poor little Brood. Mm. And thank you for the people who are listening. Um, if you have anything to say, please type it in the chat and we can uh, we can answer. So what were your thoughts about the Black Vortex? Again, um, it was a talky issue. It was an issue built around them debating whether to use it, use the Black Vortex or not. And again, that that decision was taken from them at, ultimately at the end. I'm and just happy Lady Gaga showed up. Which one was that? Magic. Magic looks just like Lady Gaga from like Poker Head Video with the giant triangle on her shoulder, and that's Lady Gaga right there. And yeah, I have to say, and I liked Angels and Angel is pretty cool. I don't understand why Iceman got turned into a woman. <laughs> I don't understand. Like an ice fairy. I don't understand what is going on with X twenty three. Captain Marvel now became. Rachel, it looks like. I don't know. Some of the designs are cool. Some feel very, very haphazard. Uh, a cosmic tree. I think that's the best part of the book. Cosmic tree. I am cosmic brute. Cosmic brute tree everywhere. So thumbs hi. up. I would say I would definitely give it a thumbs up. Yeah, me too. Uh, this, this series so far has been delivering. I really like the character but moments that are happening. We're two issues in. But we're, again, two issues in, and it's still it's still been a fun ride. So I have enjoyed it immensely. Immensely. Let us continue on the X real quick and talk about all new. Oh, yeah, you gave who the artist was and all that for that one. I did. So let's talk about all new X-Men since... They're in space now, but not in their book, because in their book, they just got back from the Ultimate Universe. I, we're going to. Was it this week? We're going to, yeah. yeah. This was, was this week? That was oh, this week. Okay. No, that was this book. All right. I just feel like. Because we're going to, we're, we're going to disagree about this book, and we will tell you we, why in a minute. So, All New X-Men, number 36, written by Brian Michael Bendis. Uh, the artist is Mahmud Azrar. Sorry if I butchered your name. Uh, the colorist is Marty Gracia, and the letters are VC Corey Pettit. What's you looking for? Oh, I need a moment. Oh, sorry to hear that. Okay, so we start off the book, and it's been on the Ultimate Universe, where the O5 X Men. Why do we call them the O5 X Men? Original five. Oh, original five. Okay, that makes sense. So the O5 X-Men meet the ultimate X-Men in both universes. Bobby's annoying. Um, so annoying that the other Bobby hates him. Yes. <laughs> um, very interesting because this book 
foreshadows the secret wars in that um, when this new mutant shows up, the whole reason why they're in this mess is because of this girl who's a new mutant, and when her power kicked in, they got sent across the universe. Well, she shows back up, and she tries to get them home, and we see two very familiar worlds that they're going to be um, revisiting this summer during Secret Wars, and it was pretty cool to see them, which, you know, they just announced Brian Michael Bendis is going to be writing the Old Man Logan one, um, which makes an appearance in this, and the other one that makes an appearance is um, Mutopia, where um, House of M happened. The, the issue, I was very happy to see it finally wrap up because it's been the... You're the, happy to see it end, Oh, my huh? God. It was the never-ending arc. But I got to say, it was a really good wrap-up issue. I liked it. It was a really good wrap-up issue. I liked seeing I liked seeing the genes. After after um, the old gene from what, Battle of the Atom, and she was all crazy, and, and then to see this gene and uh, 616 gene like actually get along and be friendly to each mm. other it just seemed I, I just liked that i really enjoyed their interplay and then the fact where where uh gene came back and she was fighting dr doom and then the other gene you know she says to 616 or you know 05 gene says don't worry i got this and then like ultimate gene was like don't worry i'm helping doesn't it feel good to let someone help you mm. you know and i was just like oh you know, it was just—it was just a good series. I forgot I that Doctor Doom had horse legs. Yeah, he's like a satyr, weird satyr thing. Yeah, I—I I, I forgot that too until I saw it, and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. He's like half goat. So the end of it really does give a little um, foreshadowing in the fact that the reason why these kids are here is because of Beast. Yes, old Beast. So in the very last page, well, middle-aged Beast, because we see old. Beast. Yes, middle-aged Beast. Um, there's a lot of them. Never mind. Uh, so it's interesting that young Hank says, we need to change this world and we need to do it now. So now it looks like uh, middle-aged Beast had an idea to fix things. And now young Beast has an idea to fix things. And the next one's the training of Jean Grey, which we're not going to see issue 37 until issues 38 and 39 come out. Because those are the uh, those are the black vortex. The black vortex episode. So these are going to be shipping a little, you know, a little wonky. Um, but I, I like the I like the ending in that someone that I don't think has been given a lot of voice in this series is finally getting more. Who would you say didn't get? Left? I don't think Hank in thirty six issues has gotten a lot of. Like in the beginning, when he learned that he was I, like. I don't know. I thought he had a little bit, especially the whole in dynamic. This arc, yes. I don't know. I thought I thought his. Um, He's kind of telling Gene to like f off because it's like when um, during uh, Battle of the Atom when uh, she was gonna be running and stuff and Scott was like no and then she went to Beast and Beast was like you know I like you you know and yet you you kind of manipulate me and stuff like that I like I like him telling her off and, and trying standing up for himself finally finally and then I liked in this issue where he basically you know is a badass to Doctor Doom. You know, brainwash me, you asshole. Mm -hmm. but That's what I mean. I'm, I'm finally glad that, you know, the other person we haven't gotten a lot out of, it seems, is Angel. We really, where is old Angel in all this? We haven't seen know. Angel in forever. 
Well, because I don't think people know how to write him. Because he was that weird kind of hippie angel when he was reborn. And he's all like a childlike angel. So he really has no personality. So I think people are kind of staying away from him. That's sad. And that is why there are no bad characters. There's bad writers. Well, but that was Rick Reminder's thing. Reminder's bad i mean because he's the one that when he became apocalypse and, and which was cool which was cool no 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 that whole arc was fantastic of x-force and then they killed him and brought him back and yeah he's he's been missing since before battle of the atom well he was no he makes kind of appearances here and there and it's like and it's like hi everybody no we haven't How seen you? him I think, I think we have haven't we he has he has the, the long blonde hair and because he, he missed because he met the o5 and he was like hi yeah that was right before it young me you look awesome. Yay. And then he disappeared. It's a good book. I, I, it'll be One thing that always makes me hilarious, makes you think that that's really funny, real quick, is that... Real quick. The one thing the one thing about this... You're done. ...is everything that has happened to the O5, the current five should be remembering. Well, not only that, certain things, yeah. That's where I think we're really supposed to just forget what rules of that. Well, I mean, you never know. With I mean, with... Uh, when we talk about last last um, in the last show, if you missed it, unfortunately, we talked about, or maybe we didn't. I don't know. We talked about um, how maybe it was two weeks ago. We talked about um, Uncanny X Men and when what's her name brought old uh, young O five O five Xavier to the future. Yes, we have to see some. Yeah. So I mean, who knows? Maybe O five Xavier is going to be like, okay, everybody, let's go. This never happened. Whoop! <laughs> Everyone's brains. Scrambled well, and they all go home. <laughs> so, you know, Bendis is leaving at the end of the series, um, right before Secret Wars. So, it'll be interesting what he does wrapping up the whole um, 05. We have the Xavier from the past. We've got all the broken powers. I really hope going into Secret Wars, people's powers are fixed. Um, well, I mean. And it's how come, like. Well, they have a they have a they have a way to do it right now because I mean, Scott and Emma are dead, so they are. So when they get recreated or whatever, then maybe their powers will be fixed then. That'd be nice. Hell, I don't know. Okay, what's next? Uh, what's next is one of my favorite books uh, of all time, which is uh, which is the uh, speaking of conclusions, oh. and I have to admit, Amazing Spider Man. Uh, part six of the Spider-Verse. Now this is how you tell uh, a multi-crossover story. I'm going to have to disagree. What? You're breaking my heart. I got to say this book was great, but it just feels like this is what happened. Knock, knock, knock. Yeah? Hey, Dan Slott, wrap it up. That's what it felt like to me. It felt like you had this... um, Great story, just, and then all of a sudden, like, naked. I know, but it's it's like okay, all this action, and then like the last three pages, like okay, we're done, goodbye. I just feel like it should have been either a double sized something. It just it felt very oh oh oh. Really? I yes. Thought it was, I, oh no, I I really liked it up until that one point where they're like, oh, let's just put them in this world. Okay, we're done. Because they they already mentioned the world that that they can't go to because of the radiation, and that's where oh. that's where they did. And, and the whole the whole. Don't um, get me wrong, I really liked it. I just felt with, with when uh, when old when old 
with old Ben. Old Ben. Old Ben Parker pulled his switcheroo. I mean, that was amazing. No, I I am not saying it didn't. I'm not saying it wasn't. I'm just saying it felt like, you know, someone said, "Hey, we got Secret Wars coming up. Wrap this shit up." Well, that's everything. I mean, I I mean, how long can it go? I mean, it's been six issues plus plus how many team ups? It just and- felt a little too. Don't dare say it was rushed. It it felt rushed. What? No, How, not what rushed. This? Not rushed. It just felt like it. It. I don't know. Here's this battle, 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 and it was like, oh, we're done. But there See was a huge issue. battle. The Let's whole, kiss. The whole issue was like battle. I know. You know, and then and then what happened to the Weaver? No, I'm saying it was a great book, and it really shows. I thought one of the best things about you it, think we're, was it was it really showed that Spider Man or women don't kill. That was well, the no, one. Did. That was that was not a spider chosen. That was a spider stolen. Yeah, that was Doc Doc Ock. Yes. Did you believe that this was Peter from this universe? It was. He he basically killed a spider, and that is why I liked the end with May. But do you think that that? Because I always thought, I always thought the one that was in the in the with the fishbowl head. I thought he was the Peter, but he's not. He's, no, he's one of the inheritors. The fishbowl head was a, a outcast brother of the inheritors. Yeah, which is very misleading because in the very beginning he was killing things. If you were banished, why would you still be killing spiders? Because he has to eat. They're vampires. <laughs> he has to. He. That's what they. So they're all, none of them are going to eat then. Well, no, but no, he was. They were giving. They were giving little bits of their power to him to sustain him. So they're. I mean, they're going to die on that planet anyway. Yeah, they're going to die. I mean, that was what was so funny. It's like, what's see, and that's always been the weird thing about with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, I don't kill, but I'm going to stick you on a radioactive planet. You know, so that way you'll suffer. Yeah. So instead <laughs> of killing you, putting you out of your misery the quick way. No, you're going to suffer yeah. on this planet. Yeah. Because we can't muster up the whatever to kill. to kill you so just here you go no but it was a it was You're really cool that may, that may didn't cross that line no she didn't she did not cross that line you know i i liked it i thought it was i liked it i thought it was a great story you know my chubby little ewok dance lot you know i love you sorry bear and uh <laughs> And uh, I, the, the man just can write a Spider-Man book. And he can write the Spider-Man book till the cows come home. And I will, I will read it. This has been really, really good. And then we also had uh, Oliver Coppola, uh, yeah. Olivier Coppola come back. And it was just fantastic. Oh, yeah. And Giuseppe Camicoli. Camicoli. And uh, Justin Ponsor uh, did the art. And it was, just, it was just a really good issue. I liked... I want to see what the epilogue is going to be. Yep. Like, I want to see what's going to happen. I mean, we already know that Spider-Gwen gets a book. We know that Spider-Woman already has a book right now. We're going to talk about that next. Spider-Silk um, uh, gets a number one Silk this week on gets Wednesday. Gets number one that comes out Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And then, um, uh, well, we know about Miles Morales. But there was a whole bunch of stuff. See, and th- then there was little continuity or consistencies that I thought was good. Like the pages were like Spider-Man J, which was the uh, the Jap- the the manga Spider-Man, and he was drawn in that way. He was black and white. And then they had Spider Buggy, and and that's and they, the and they had the cartoon Spider-Man, yeah. and he was they were drawn in that style to represent the universe that they came from. It was just I'm looking forward to the Secret a, Wars Spider Verse. Yeah, yeah, such a such a attention to detail in this book. It was just really, really good. Very, very good. It's going to read really well in a trade, too. 
Yes, and I hope we get like a giant omnibus trade of that all of it. Sweet. You know that 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 really showcases everything together because because there was just I really have to say a lot of people don't like um, sometimes people don't like uh, having to pick up ancillary books for a story. But these were good. But these were really good. Like yeah. every ancillary story, I did not I did not mind buying. I really wanted to to just read them. Well, then let's talk about one ancillary story since you're using that that is not an ancillary story no i'm sorry spider woman 3 was not an ancillary story i had no, no idea four. a four sorry that yes. number four had nothing to do with spider-verse really nope. so written by dennis hopeless greg land made some of the pictures somehow jay leston was the inker <laughs> frank damara was the colorist and travis lanham was the letterer um so there's a lot of um Pretty traced pictures. Pretty yeah. traced pictures that we've seen other characters in these poses. Um, for not, some reason, not I'm, butt shots. I'm always sitting on a ship, pirate ship, um, on a barrel with my legs crossed and my boobs heaved. Well, they're 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 all they always sit side saddle. And then for some reason, Spider Gwen looks at you from behind, or basically her butt stares at you while she turns her head. Anyhow, moving on. This tells the story of really nothing. But what this does do is set up the next issue, which is Spider-Woman number five, where she's going to have a new direction. Basically, spoiler alert, she leaves the Avengers. She wants to go back to basics. She wants a new costume. She wants a new apartment. Uh, she wants new friends. Um, and a bold new direction is the next issue. So and we, if we lose, been, but we lose Greg Land. That's okay. Um, if you are looking to start Spider Woman, I would pick it up with number five. We haven't read it yet, but um, I can tell you it'll be prettier to look at. The story. I mean, again, we're not going to talk too much about the story because it really was sort of a wrap up issue. It really was like a girls' night out, kind of. Well, girls' day out because they're on an alternate. Earth and you expect a little Kim to come out going, oh, it's ladies or nice. something. I don't know, but I mean, you get a lot of the the girls hanging out and kicking it, which and is I'm, fun. And I'm fine with that. It's just this was not a Spider Verse. Nope. I mean, the only thing that was Spider Versey about it was that they were. Um, well, she learned about the. Well, there's that, yeah. and then she, uh, and it was like Spider Gwen was there, and some of the people from other dimensions. I mean, that was it, and it wrapped up what happened in the last issue. Yeah, it it was a uh, you know. It was an issue, people. I don't, I, I, but but the thing that really was was, was funny, and, and let's talk about Spider Verse just real quick because with the epilogue, a lot of stuff happened in in the Spider Verse book, and I wonder how it's going to affect everything. I mean, I know that um, Secret Wars is coming, and there's going to be a huge shakeup. But I was hoping with the death of the Weaver, um, who's going to become the new like Weaver or Spider Man of that ver or that universe? Hopefully, we'll find out next issue. I mean, I was the Old one thing ben. that was no, no, no. Who was who was missing in this whole Spider Verse thing? Who? Uh, Julia Carpenter. Because she's no longer a spider. She never was a spider, if you remember. She's now. Oh wait, she's Madame Web. Exactly. Oh, she's Madame so, Web. That's right. So, so my thought is, why wasn't she involved? What was you going know why? on they with her? I probably forgot about her, like they always do. But how can I? Don't think so. I mean, no, because wasn't she the one that predicted this whole thing? Yep. The the web is falling apart. Yep. All right, Dan Slot, you got some answers. Let's tweet so him. So I think 
I think that she's going to do something with the web. That'd be nice. Or she's going to pop up at the end and be like, it has been foretold. You know, she's, she's going to be like that, that, that short woman. Cartoon? No, no, the short oh. woman at the end of Poltergeist. She's all, this web is clean. Okay. <laughs> I mean that'd be hilarious, that wouldn't would be, it? Yeah. You know, she shows up in her her, her glasses because she's blind now and her red hair. She's all this web is clean. They did. They kind of just dumped her. She was <laughs> really in a hospital did. bed. She's like, okay. <laughs> you know, I think she was in a coma or something, but who knows? Um. So the next book we're going to talk about is. Want to do it? Yes. Justice uh, League United, which is I really like this book. I really like this book. I'm sad that they're going to be leaving after the next issue. I really believe that Jeff Lumiere and... Uh, Lemire. Lum I thought it was Lumiere. M-E Lemire. Lemire. Oh, yeah. Jeff Lemire. Sorry. And uh, is it Neil Edwards? Uh, I'm artist? trying to find the page. Okay. Love all the heads. Love that they didn't give anyone. Well, so you, it's... You need to know who they are, people. <laughs> I know. So it's Justice League United number nine from DC Comics. Jeff Lemire is the writer. Neil Edwards. Neil Edwards. I was right. Penciler. Jay Liston, who I've already said his name once. And Keith Champagne, we'll try, mm -hmm. are the inkers. Um, Fantastic Jeremy issue. Jeremy Cox was the colorist and Travis Lanham was the letterer. We got to get them in too because they are just as important. So I have to say that I am a, I have been... And people are going to like be like, I, this is what you're going to say. But I have been a Legions fan since the DNA run. Sorry, people. I did not, you know, really get into them back in the Geffen run and um, the Steve Light and all that stuff. I mean, I know oh, that I stuff. Love his art. No, no, no. I love I love those issues, too. But my my Legion Legion was was the um, DNA. DNA Legion with uh, with the rise of uh, Olivier Colpiel. I That was my Legion. I loved them, loved them, loved them, loved them. So, and I've read every incarnation of Legion since then, and I really liked that the Legion is present in this one. We get, we're getting so much story and so much character interaction. They shove a so lot much, on each page. I, I There's just so much going on. Mm -hmm. Who would have thought that this this storyline about that little kid would have transformed into this big arc. You know, I cannot wait to read this again as a trade. You, you know, know what sucks though? What? There's no Legion in the future for DC unless they give it to us in July. Uh, they might. Let's hope. I mean, I think, I think with the reason why is because they've had, they've had three different, you know, incarnations of the Legion that were major. And so they don't really know what to do. Mm -mm. You know, this is the one from the original, you know, yeah, it's, well, it's a mixture of all of them, really, because Gates is there. Gates wasn't in the original. Excess wasn't in the original. Exactly. So, so this you're is, right. I totally didn't think no, about that. This, you know what? These are this, I think. Remember, right before Final Crisis, the Legion, all different ones had met. But some of them went on. So when I was reading Wikipedia, I know Wikipedia is fan. This is fan, and so you, you can't trust everything. But they had chosen. It was on the internet. You right. can trust it. It's true. It's true. Um, but they had chosen. They had chosen this legion as the as the primary main legion, and um, and yeah, Gates wasn't a part of that. Huh. Uh, you know, favorite part is when you think of superhero names Crazy. and the whole bouncing boy, and then what bouncing boy does in front of Animal Man. Yeah. It's just good. And then, you know, the interaction, Alana, that is her name, right? Mm -hmm. Alana. 
doesn't really know any of these people and she sees Firestar or Wildstar Wildfire. Oh my god. She sees Wildfire get blown apart and she's she is mourning kind of, you know, he's just gone and she doesn't know that it's not a real body. Yeah. So the emotion also was pretty cool. Well, they didn't they didn't cheapen it. You know, no. they 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 really thought about what these people would would do. I mean, I I really liked the buddy comedy aspect that we get between Green Arrow and Animal Man. I liked that they were able to include Bouncing Boy into it. They called his quest power into question, and he basically shut them up. I mean. Though it is funny that Phantom Girl pulls a Kitty Pride. You noticed that too, right? Yes, I did. You noticed that too. Yeah, I was like, she oh, pulls girl. a Kitty Pride. I was so, like, come on, girl. What so a lot doing? of Legion fans that I've talked to, they're kind of they're not really loving this still. Why? I I don't know. Be why. happy that you're getting Legion in the first place. Yeah. See, I don't know. I think people people are spoiled. You know, I thought this was a great representation of of the Legion. I thought they wrote Brainy amazingly. You know, Brainiac Five, how he's um how he's so overconfident that he basically just is like he messes up. He messes up big time. You know, and and we will see the we will hopefully will not. Well, it's a superhero because they're probably going to fix it. But but we we will. You know, he caused he caused a crisis because he you not know, that kind of crisis. No, no, not that kind of crisis. Um, but I have a question for the audience out there listening. Um, what was your favorite Legion uh, era? Let us know in the let us know in the comics on uh, the comments on Mixalar. And if or you're listening to this on later, SoundCloud, yeah, go get to our a, Facebook page up. Let our, us know. Yeah, get our Facebook page. You know, so uh, just let you know again that you guys are listening to the Geek Chat with me, Desmond, and. Rich. I yes. was trying to come up with a funny name, but I, no. you caught me off you're guard. Just, you're just rich. Just, just rich. And, um, and again, we want to thank our sponsor, Whatever, located on the Castro at... 548 Castro Street between 18th and 19th. Yep. And we're also... I uh, just want to remind you guys that if you're just tuning in now, we're doing a giveaway. Uh, we do monthly giveaways. And this, for February's monthly giveaway, we are giving away uh, Birthright number one trade paperback. Okay? It's a fantastic story. We, uh, we're we really big fans of it. And if you haven't picked it up, this is a fantastic uh, contest for you. And if you don't win, we suggest picking it up. It's, it's an image book. So the first five issues are only $9.99 uh, for the graphic novel. And that is fantastic. We're also giving away with that uh, the image number one uh, trade paperback. Which image is a, first. Ima- image first, which is a collection of image number ones. Um, nine of them. And all of them most of them are really really good i i've really enjoyed them and a lot of them i have actually started reading and picking up so um the the contest ends on march 2nd that's when we will that's when we will be announcing the winner and all you have to do to enter is go to our facebook page that is uh face uh facebook.com backslash the geek chat and uh join our group or go to our facebook group and join our facebook group and become an active member uh, comment, uh, like, talk about stuff, and uh, we really want to build a, um, a community. Mm-hmm. And all, that's all you have to do: go in, start talking, communicate with people, and the people who do the most communications, let us know what's going on. You know, we'll reward you with that by giving you free stuff. So, definitely, definitely, definitely check check out the Facebook group. Okay. I just want to say this week coming up, this Wednesday, we have some amazing books coming out from Image. We get another Autumn Lands tooth and claw can't wait to find out um we also get a book called secret identities and i got to read it today oh my god you didn't tell me about this i've been excited about this book how did you uh see that's no fair i think if you are a fan 
of superhero books, but you kind of don't want the big two, pick this book up. We'll be talking about it next week because I can't wait to see what Des thinks of it. Um, let's just say that their tagline is something like, behind every mask is a secret. And they do not fail. Wait till you read it. Wednesday. Uh, I cannot wait. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. You can pick it up at whatever where I get all my comic books. And um, and we're going to talk about it. So if you want to be in on the conversation, please pick up that book. Go talk about it. We talk about it on the on the uh, Facebook uh, group. And we'll talk about it live uh, next, next week. week. All righty. So last week. You and I talked about Ms. Marvel and how great it is. Yeah. And I said, well, she also writes X-Men. And look, it came out this week. Yes, and I read it. <laughs> what would you think of it? I want you to go first. I will. Let's start by, it's X-Men. Really, it's X-Women, but it's the X-Men, number 24. Written by G. Willow Wilson. It had two pencilers. Roland Bashi. There was two pencilers on that? Oh, yeah. And Javi Fernandez. And then it had four inkers. Roland Bashi, Javi Fernandez, Jay Liston, and Mark Pennington. Um, I don't think four inkers could save the look of this book. Sorry, but not um, not every one of these reviews are going to be happy. And I well, want to talk about this book because it's such an important book to have on the shelves. And if you were to pick this up, I don't think you'd pick up the next issue. The, the yeah, the the artwork is not for everybody. Um, I'll I'll just say that right there. I mean, it's it's the, there's value to every to every. Oh yes. Uh, everyone's art is subjective and there's value, but but it just did not. It just did not. Um, it just did not resonate for me. Me neither. Um, unfortunately, M, her body type changes from panel to panel. Well, remember there are two artists, and four anchors, and four anchors. So, um, the writing though, after heaping on such praise last week, and I really think she's a good writer from the two books I've read of hers. I don't know about this. It one. seems like the story's kind of meandering around. Like, I mean, why are they? <sighs> I get it. I mean, Storm's claustrophobic. We we know that, you know, and and I think it's glad. I, I think it's great that they're doing a nod to that and making her have to deal with that because it's something that that is integral to her character. Yeah, but they, and they the bring same it up thing every now in her book. Yeah, well, they bring it up every now and again, and you know, and, I, and I'm kind of like, okay, you know, if you're gonna try to tread some new life with that, that's fine, you know, okay. But the well, this issue was supposed to be all about Psylocke. The the dynamic of the team is is such that well there's three telepaths, you know, and that's I'm like okay, can't they amplitude themselves to try to find her, or or I don't understand. And then when did Psylocke have telekinetic powers? When did she get that? So, because I missed that, I remember. Like, I, I really missed that. I thought that she was just full on one of the strongest telepaths, and so all the weapons that she made was was a um, they were of 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 her psychic powers, but they were not uh, 
kinetic, you know, telekinesis so much as, as it was like a mental representation that she was showing people in their minds, you know? So I don't remember who wrote it, but um, one of the writers was, she was working with the kids because she's been through a lot. And I don't think this referenced what she's exactly been through with her no kill, with her, she, uh, what was it in? Because she could, the, the fact that she made the bow and arrow, that's been shown before. I know, but it's just, it's just bizarre. Like, I, I get it. It is a representation of you using a mind mold that Emma Frost doesn't do. You know, Jean's representation was her, her pink, you know, blob on her forehead. Hers was the butterflies. You know, I get it. I, I really get that. It's just when she put up the TK shield, I was like... Yeah, that was. When did I? And did I miss this? I think this issue really does show. Why is Rachel around still? What what use is she? Well, she's a telekinetic. She's not that good. You know, she's that's she has the TK. That's what she's supposed to be. I don't there, know. You know? Just, I just think that it, it was all over is, the place. It was this issue was very all over the place. I think the only thing I really liked was when Psylocke compared Rachel to her mother. I th I just think the book. I really want this book to find its purpose. Oh, and Dr. Fate's helmet showed up. <laughs> and, oh, and uh, the Cree, you know, is, is the bud, is, is the buzz people, the Cree now? I yeah. just, I just felt that the issue was just too aimless. It just didn't, it needed to know where it was going. It just, yeah. I just don't know anymore. I mean, I get it that they were like the whole impetus first was they were just, they weren't a full team. And then they were just kind of thrown together and they were just working it out. And they were and, arguing over who's going to be the leader. Yeah, and then there was all these kind of like um, character moments between like who's going to do what and what's going to happen and who's the leader and this and that. And then Storm kind of stepped up and was like, look, this is what we're doing. And I was like, okay, great. Storm's the leader. This is what's going to happen. And I love M. She's an ass kicker. M is a straight up bitch. Yeah. And she also was an ass kicker. Like, I think M really... Well, the next issue is about him, so I don't want to say what I was gonna say. But it's it's weird though, because it's like, and then and then Rachel's like at the end, she's like, "Oh, this team is falling apart." Oh, yeah. you know? And Em's like, "Okay, I'll be right back." Yeah, she's like, "I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go call someone. I'm gonna do something." It's like you could have just said what you're gonna do. I mean, I understand they're they're, they're trying to underline the drama. And of each the issue was supposed to be about a different character. Oh, and Beast. Maybe what you could do if you're an artist and you're working for a big company like Marvel is at yeah, least take a look. At another comic book with this character in it, because the Beast gets transformed into some weird-looking, like he doesn't even look like this. Like yeah, he's he part did cat, look... so his face changed in two of the panels. Uh, okay, he did how look did, bizarre. He, how does he, that get past he, editorial? He did look. He did look. How bizarre. many editors? Let's see how many editors. Let's play count the editors. I don't. I don't, I don't know. I, I again, I want this book to succeed. Wow, they only have one editor. I I just feel that this book has so much potential uh, with the characters yes. that it is doing yep. you know i prefer this over amazing x-men <gasps> but amazing's been better in the and last that's, two issues and that's what's so like weird it's like it's like I, I i just couldn't i was just like i'm done with amazing and i'm gonna focus on x-men and it's just like everyone says amazing is so much better well, and i like and happen. i like firestorm or firestar and i just really i don't know i really don't know what to do but to be honest both books really are purposeless they're just ways for new writers to tell stories using these characters, but I liked the I liked finally the introduction of a Firestar, and it's like I need to read that just to see what's going on. Like I liked it that like, she's in her costume, and I don't know, just 
I just gonna read that one. So All right. enough enough belly aching. Enough belly aching. Let's move on to the next book, oh, which is another book that kind of oh is kind of aimless. But at least at least we get a reprieve from this one because it is it is ending, and this is kind of it's it's a um it's it's a bittersweet that it is ending because I really really enjoy the artist, um and it is um. Nightcrawler. It was Nightcrawler. Uh, number 11. It lasted for 12 issues, as issue 12 will be the last one. It's written by the legendary Chris Claremont. Art is by Todd Nyok. Colorist was uh, Rochelle Rosenberg. And the letterer was uh, VC's Travis Lanham. Oh, this VC guy really gets around. He really does. Things. I think it's just VC is, uh, you know. The company. Yeah, the company that, that hires out. Like I want to be like a, a letterer. Could you imagine that? Like a letterer's union. <laughs> anyway, um, so you know, <laughs> I read this today because I knew we'd be talking about it, and I yeah. it's one of those books, and I, I hate to say this, but I read it because we decided we would talk about it. <laughs> I dropped it issues ago because I don't enjoy it. And even though I love, love, love this artist. Yes, I love Todd Yonk. I, I have loved him for a very long time. So if I'm not... And I want to support him. Have you been reading this the whole way through? Oh, yeah. I read that. I okay. issue. Am I not crazy in thinking that, was it maybe six or seven issues ago, wasn't Amanda in it and they were all, I love you, I love you. And now he's like, I love another girl. And it was only like... Five or six issues. Amanda Stefan left him. In love with Amanda Stefan left him. He has to move on. Kurt. Well, besides, remember he has no soul now. So I guess I guess love you know, comes easy because he has the way no they're soul. Talking in this, like I read. I this is how long it's been since I read this book. They were together and they were all happy. And I read this today and I'm like, he's already in love with someone. What kind of writing is this? I don't know. And the fact that it's a giant crab um, bug hero and I don't understand the girl's powers she has bullets that she turns into things yeah I don't know her powers either <laughs> don't understand and then if you notice on every page children's heads appear more and more and more until the very last page it's like because it's the whole about panel is surrounded kids. by kids heads it's, and a, it's about the kids and and it's like this the, it's a slave ring and they're trying to bust up the slave ring and and i did think it was cool they brought up rachel because rachel's costume was a hound now the hounds here have gotten a lot sexier with their costumes and their lack of clothing because rachel's was just a bodysuit with the spikes, and I thought they were all kind of bodysuits with spikes. Yeah. And now they're like crotch huggers and boob huggers. Well, it's, it kind of makes me think if like Mojo's going to show up. You know, that's what kind of makes me feel. It's like, we'll be, what, where's Mojo at? Oh, Mojo uh, was seen in, um, oh, where they got kidnapped. I don't know. But anyway, um, I don't know what's going on in this issue. Just safe to say that they're trying to rescue all these kids that have been stolen by these pirates. And they're supposed to be wrapping it up as 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 him and this new love with the capes and the, the two swords and and they're trying to fight and and save the kitties and against the evil and then the warhounds sorry the warwolves show up from Mojo's universe that was pretty cool that was pretty cool you know but it's like okay I get it you know Chris Kermont you're going back to the well you know you're you're trying to do stuff I get it but. I don't know if this is the stuff we need to be doing. So, I, I, again, I was happy. 
that Todd Yonk was doing the art, and but I don't know. I don't know if Chris Claremont's got it anymore. Just I just don't know what's going on, and and I'm trying. I just don't know, Rich. I really don't know. I mean, just the story was just kind of aimless. It's just you know, he's just so long-winded now. It's just I don't know. Just just not. Um, I'm just not 16 anymore, I guess. I yeah, I have to agree. But I thought it was really cool mm. that the Warwolves are back because I loved an Excalibur when they would show up and they would they would come out of the people's mouths that they've killed. Do you remember that? It was really gross. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they would hide in them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so I just want to say, X Force has ended. Yeah, it ended. It ended. Uh, he put all the people back together and it ended. And Cable is now not part of X Force anymore. He's been he's been let go. Yes, <laughs> he got he's his he got his pink slip. He did he did. His daughter said nope, no more dad. Sorry. You're, it you're, was it. You and your gimpy arm got to go. It was it was it was a good try, a valiant effort, but uh, yeah, that didn't last. So there's one X book down the drain. So there's another X book that that's gone as well. Well, I think it's good that they're going to try to. Um, oh. Call the herd, I guess. I don't know. You know, it's going to be interesting what comes out of Secret Wars. I'm interested. So we only have ten minutes left. Yeah, so let's 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 run through the last two books. Um, well, well, the last one book. Um, let's talk about the empty. We always want to give a give a spotlight to to some someone because a lot of the books that we talked about were from the uh, big two. Yeah. So next we're going to be a little different. Yeah. Next week we'll have a lot more independence to talk about. But uh, the one we're going to talk about next is uh, called the empty, and it was a new number one that came out of Image. Um, who was the writer so artist? It was created, written, illustrated, lettered, and colored by one man, Gene Gilmet. He he could. He's that talented. <laughs> no. Jimmy Robinson. Yes. I follow Jimmy him Robinson. on Facebook. Yeah, Jimmy Robinson. I was like, wow, he's I that's amazing. So give a little breakdown because I want to find something. Well, the the breakdown of the book is that it's in the future. Uh, I'm assuming it's the future of Earth. And there are these people that live in this garden or this area, this beautiful area, um, of 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 earth and where there's no famine, no nothing, uh, no famine, no disease, no nothing. And they have these very interesting, like the, their necks are extra long. They have their eyes are spaced away and they're talking about assassinating someone. I don't know why. And then, and then we flash away to another area. And I'm, I think this is on the same. Yeah. Earth. It's just, a, it's where things are barren and things are dead and there's no life. Yeah. And yeah. you have to scavenge for your food. Yeah, and there's this one female hunt huntress, you know, and she has these very elongated arms, and she has bandages all around, and she has these blades on 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 her bandages on her um, on her arm that are wrapped in her bandages, and she fights and 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 kills and hunts for these people, you know, and of course the people don't respect her and they don't, you know. Um, they fear her because she's different. She's all bandaged up. She's kind of Frankenstein-y. She's got scars and stuff. And then she meets this girl um, who looks like the people that were on the first page. And this woman, I assume, is just super hyper intelligent because she immediately learns the language. And and um, and you find out that um, this, I, this is the one that's escaping, you know, trying to be assassinated. And um, 
and yeah, and she it's, brings hope to them. Yeah, because she's able to touch stuff and and stuff. She's able to bring life back, basically. And so now the the other woman becomes her protector um, as they have to leave. It's very interesting. I mean, it was. I yeah. liked it. It was a really good number one. It leaves you. I'm really. I want the next one. I got to know what happens. It yeah, left you on one of those endings. Yeah, and the and the giant, the giant mool mool that looks like Rockweiler bunny rabbits. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it Wait till you see it. It, it. It's crazy. It's 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 a bizarre story. You know, I I I, I wasn't all that impressed with it. You know, at first, um, and then I read it again, and I was like, okay. You know, the book is called The Empty, um, and and I'm gonna I give it, it. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a try. I'm I'm gonna pick up issue two, and I'm going to um, I'm gonna see what's up with it. Yeah. So I first found out about this writer because he wrote Five Weapons. Yes. Which was amazing. They gave him a second book and then cut him off quick, and I don't know the full reason why. But he was told to wrap it up, and he did wrap this up. And the second Five Weapons, it feels kind of rushed, and like he was definitely told, you know. You is Five to... Weapons an image book as well? Yeah, Five Weapons. There's two books out. Book one is. Um... But he didn't draw those. He just wrote them, right? Yeah, he just wrote them. Okay. Um, I don't know. I I liked the empty. I thought it was a good. I like seeing the two different worlds, because you wonder what caused. It's like the 1% versus the 99% and that these people are living life and it's so rich. And then you have the other side, which are basically the poor living in dirt. Did you uh, bring hope? No, he created, written, illustrated, and lettered this as well. Awesome. Good for yeah. him. Yeah. So five weapons, people. Pick it up. So, yeah, I mean, check or it out. Or The Empty, which is uh, in stores now, number one. Yeah. Um, so that's all the books we're going to review for today. Um, but we are going to talk a little bit about uh, our, our the comic book TV shows that are that are out right about now. And tonight on Gotham, <laughs> yeah, Rich is very excited because we get, to, we get a peek at... Uh, Who might be a potential Joker. A, a, a potential Joker? Yes. They In the beginning of the series, they said they were going to pepper little ideas throughout the whole thing so you wouldn't exactly know who is going to be the Joker. And tonight we get, um, they actually have a red hood. I'm very excited. Very excited. Huh? And I'm excited for Agent Carter tomorrow. Yes, Gene. I'm excited for Arrow and Flash. I'm, I'm ex excited. I'm excited for Flash. Yeah. Yeah, I really loved the uh, firestorm, uh, the firestorm episode from last last uh, last last episode. Oh, that was so cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, we uh, when I come into the store on Wednesday and see Rich, uh, we talk about um, the Flash. And when if you guys haven't seen it, you know they they show firestorm and and um, they do a nod to his costume because he's going to explode because the the firestorm matrix is not. Um, stable and they're going to explode so they do this thing that they put on his chest and it makes the firestorm emblem on his chest and it's like a regulator and just it's so cold it explodes yeah and it explodes <laughs> so so i'm really excited to see these people hey we out. got um oh, no 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 no, no. I, I had to cut you off real quick did you hear the news about uh the adams costume what 
he's not gonna shrink. Oh no, you're right. <laughs> it's more like, like you know what it sounds it's like. It's like a power suit. It's Blue Beetle. The I was Jaime like, race Blue Beetle. I was like, no, what are you doing? Yeah. Like he's not gonna shrink. Why no. is he the atom then? You know? I was like, no. Uh, yes, Paul. The Flash is awesome. So I just wanted to say we get our gay character on Walking Dead last night. He Yay. showed up. Yep. A Flash beat it to him, though. Beat him to it. Yes. Well, Arrow. Hmm. What? I don't think Arrow has. Unless. Um... No, they did. Well, she's bisexual, though. She's Ooh. dead. Oh, her, yeah. Yeah, so she's dead. The original canary. Yeah, the original canary, but she's dead. I don't know. I'm I'm really excited for... Uh, I saw the trailer. We talked about it last time for iZombie. And they've cast... They're slowly casting more and more of Supergirl. Yeah. Um, real quick, what yes. do you... And this is for everyone. I know we only have a couple of minutes left, but... Um, what were your thoughts about the save Constantine thing they're trying to do? They're trying to uh, save Constantine and put it on like sci-fi channel I, or something. So I do think it should get moved to a channel that it can live up to its potential. NBC is a fine channel, but you can't do a lot of things that you can do on AMC sci-fi. NBC is limited. And well, I think yeah, it's if network really, television. If you really want the dark and the nasty and the supernatural, get it to a different channel. I mean, CW? Not yet. CW can even go further, it seems. Yeah, I mean... You know, I don't think... I think every show could have some merit. And I know a lot of customers that love the show. Um, I'm going to give the, the last episode a chance. I want to see... You know, I watched the beginning and I'll see the end. I think it'll be back, though. Flash got... Or uh, Arrow got a fourth season. So that's a definite, which is awesome. Gene, yes. If sci-fi can save it, uh, they would be great. Um, but yeah, <laughs> you don't think it's going to be an improvement? Well, they're going to call it, uh, they're going to change it from Constantine to Hellblazer. That so. would be awesome. Um, and on that note, everyone, it is time to wrap up. So uh, it has been an hour. Uh, and We want to thank you so much for staying with us and tuning in to listen to our, our, our little broadcast. You know, we we do this for you guys and we want to thank you for uh, for listening again. want to thank our sponsor, um, whatever on the Castro located at 548 Castro Street located between 18th and 19th. I want to thank our, our resident house DJ, DJ 4AM, for these mix. Thank you. You can, you can check him out at... Uh, at <laughs> that's what you get. You know, search DJ 4AM. You can, you can get all of his stuff. Um, <laughs> and also, uh, know that we are having a, a contest. So, uh, it's our first ever giveaway for, for, for February. And that is the trade paperback for Birthright number one, which collects the first five... Uh, issues and the image first trade and so the image first nine trades. number ones to give a try so that is a lot a lot of a reading for you and we do that because we love you i mean and all you have to do is go to the facebook group um that is facebook.com backslash the geek chat and join become a member and um become an active member of the group all you have to do tell your friends all you have to do is talk about comics tell us what you like tell us what you don't like that's what we should do with the show. You know, this is, we want you to be able to give input. You know? Oh, and we're lining up a special guest. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, we're going to be having some special guests coming up. 
And then we're going to, I'm also going to uh, WonderCon this year and I'll be doing uh, some stuff uh, from WonderCon. So stay tuned for all of that. And uh, thank you again for, for taking uh, the time to listen to us. And we will see you. No, we won't see them. Well, we'll you'll hear us. They'll hear us next Monday. Next Monday from six to seven. Six to seven. And again, if you if, if if you missed it, you can always if you miss our voices and you can't wait till next week, you can always listen to us again on the SoundCloud. Go to SoundCloud and uh, search the Geek Chat. We love you. Bye bye.